Welcome everyone to Weekend Shenanigans of Week 13. This week we are reviewing The Dictator. The Dictator. I don't really remember character or uh, actors' names. Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. Okay. Plays Aladdin. Aladdin is a great character. Great character. I mean, it's debatably, I've only seen the first Borat, mm-hmm. but the 2012 movie, Sasha Baron Cohen, he's General Aladdin mm-hmm. of the country, the North African country, Wadia, and he has all this money from... His uh, unlimited oil, oil money. Unlimited yes. oil money, which, that's my first take, by the way, is holy shit, oil money's crazy, but... Imagine having unlimited oil money. Because, like, you know it's never gonna run out. Well, like... In, for a minute. For yeah. a minute. And at least if you if it does run out, you still have plenty of money. <laughs> yeah, right. And so basically this is just uh, him going to another country and making a bunch of mean jokes to people and just being an asshole to people. Yeah, he kind of got forced over to the other country. Right, yeah, because he was having some problems with his people. Being, being a huge dictator. Yeah. Being a massive being a dictator. dictator. Democracy... Yeah. Was not the exactly the protagonist in this right. <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah. De- Although it won. Very pro- yeah, democracy won in the end. Yeah. But it's very pro-dictator. For I love 99%. It. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. <laughs> awesome. My second take. Yeah. Off of oil money. The funniest part of the movie to me is him being suddenly getting really nice with someone that he was in an argument mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. putting his hands on their shoulders and hugging him. <laughs> And then, dude, I got one of the Secret Service guys over the shoulder. He just gives a little finger-to-the-neck swab back and forth to indicate that, like, he wants them killed off. Now, kind of going with this, my favorite part of the movie is that he actually didn't get to kill any of those people. right. Every single time the lead of whatever his killing was, the executioner was actually a snitch yeah. and just sending people to America to get <laughs> yeah. away from him. Yeah, where they built Never a killed a single person. Anti-Aladine uh, yeah. community. Where he winds up at some point in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, we don't want to... I don't no, want no, yeah, yeah, to yeah, give yeah. away too yeah, much. I know, I know, but I, know, I also don't want to... I want to fill again. Yeah. If you're listening. Um, what percentage of movies take place in New York? Now, do you want my realistic answer or my hyperbolic answer? Both? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my realistic answer is probably, like, I'd guess around 8%, which is a stupid <laughs> high number. I know. And I, this is just American movies, I'll say. Like, movies yeah. made by American companies. Yeah, that's that's a fair... 8% seems about right, but I'll go 75% for my <laughs> hyperbolic for, answer. For the ones we see. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean... if there was New York and Chicago... And that's yeah. my two. I feel like, and maybe Philly. Philly's, I would say Philly has a lot. Like of all movies, it's like five percent have some appearance in New York. That's like an insane appearance. number. Yeah, because it, it's just so many you can think of. That's our net. That's another ranking we'll have to do is movies in New York. That's oh, that's a good one. Wait, but and, maybe let's make it like based. Like the movie is. Very heavily New York based. Okay. You know, like this yeah. would qualify for sure. And like we would have to do, it, like it actually takes place in New York. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just filmed like, there. Like Home Alone gets a nod. That, right. That, that was honestly one of the first yeah. ones I thought it was Home Alone too. Is like a lock New York. Mm-hmm. Like Avengers. That's yeah, exactly. My next take. <laughs> uh, so Anna Faris is in the movie. And yeah. Megan Fox. Oh, okay. I know where you're going. Anna Faris is the superior woman in as far as looks. 
Okay. That's my hot take. Is now, it? Do I believe it up with every fiber of my? Not body? a chance no. you do. But if you've seen Entourage or Scary Movie or other Anafaris movies, you would know it. It's closer than you think. It's closer than you think. Is it true? I don't know. But it's closer than you think. No, I'm just gonna not really answer your question here because I think I know my answer and yeah. I'm just not gonna berate you. You're right. Um, and I'll switch topics a little bit. Okay. Toward how awesome it was when he would after the the one scene that Megan Fox is in. Yeah. She is hooking up with yeah. Aladdin for <laughs> some money. Some money in a watches. large amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> he asked her to stay and cuddle. Doesn't get to, and then he they yeah. pan out on this entire wall of him just paying super famous celebrities. Super George Clooney was on the wall. I believe John Travolta. No, I don't know. Uh, Halle Berry was also on the wall. So just insane. Arnold Schwarzenegger was yeah. on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, going off that, Anna Faris, she plays like this super environmental, super socially conscious, mm-hmm. short haired woman, armpit hair, with armpit hair that runs like this very all organic grocery store. Mm-hmm. Where she just kind of runs into Aladdin at the protest. She never has a bad experience with Aladdin. It's kind of like, weird. She gets she, a weird perspective of it. Like, he comes in and literally starts insulting everyone. Yeah. Including her a lot. And she's and just kind she of... Yeah. And, and like, she keeps saying... He keeps insulting her before he accepts the job. Yeah. And she just keeps saying, you're not going to get this job if you keep <laughs> insulting right, us. Right, and yeah. she, he never stops insulting her. No. no, like... Like, he said something not mean one time, and she was like, you know what? I think you just turned a yeah. spot this yeah. time. <laughs> um, my last thing that I have. <laughs> what I actually had written down. <laughs> what I actually had written down for that might be funnier than what we were talking about. I just said, she offers him a job after he gets fire hose trying to climb into the <laughs> UN. <laughs> Which is technically true. Yeah. Um, so... Jason Mantzoukas was in the movie. I, I don't know if you know who that I is. Don't. He played the nuclear professor who, like, actually... Oh, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. He's, he's in a lot of... He's in uh, the league. Yeah, so... He's, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a little... Ra- you're going to rank his appearances oh, okay. in all these shows. Okay. In the league, he plays Rafi. Yes, great character. Who, a little over the top. A little over the top, but, like, that's what he's supposed to be. He yeah. plays Nick Kroll's uh, brother-in-law, Yeah, brother-in-law. And... Rafi's like always hitting on his sister. Being super rapey <laughs> to his sister. Being very, <laughs> always super sexual and filming pornos and stuff. Uh, then, Big Mouth. See, that's what, yeah. He is the voice of Jay Bilzerian, who's yeah. one of the greatest characters <laughs> in animated TV, whose dad is like a shitty scumbag lawyer and his house is a complete mess. And, and then his last one, of note is Adrian Pimento in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh. Yeah. That's good. I'm going to go with one well, Adrian Pimento. Just, just hold on to explain who Pimento is for those who haven't seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine about you know a police precinct in Brooklyn. Um, Adrian Pimento was undercover for a long mm-hmm. time and then comes back and kind of rubs Jake the wrong way. Rubs people the wrong way. Yeah. But it, a little different than it's Rose is lo- Roser's love. Yeah, Rose's love, of course, <laughs> which was confusing, uh, but a little different th- than the other ones where he's like completely ridiculous. Yeah, I'd go. So you'd start with Pimento. One. Yeah, I'd go Pimento. Then I think I go the League. Yeah. And then just because I'm not a huge 
Just because he's not, you can't see him actually. You know, yeah. not that Jay's not an amazing character. Yeah, because he is. <laughs> yeah, he's my favorite in that show. But I like seeing uh, what's his name. Uh, oh, actor. Jason Mantzoukas. I love seeing him. Yeah, he's he just a good. great like. His personality fits very well with his look. Yes, it's that's so true. Like <laughs> he kind of has wild hair and a beard. Yeah. And uh, this one go this role goes to the bottom of all of those, by the yeah, way. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't his best, and it was like completely different. Than, mm-hmm. Like he was a serious he was a, guy, and he was just had funny moments. Yeah, he had a couple. Um, my rankings, by the way, would be the League One, mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nine Nine Two, and then Big Mouth. Okay, I like that. Uh, but they're all very close. Uh, those are one takes. So the one take I'll bring up is the use of the word Aladine throughout the movie yeah, is impeccable. Yeah. So at the beginning of the movie, they show they tell you I'm that Aladine has changed the uh, definitions or has changed words. Yeah, I think it was three hundred fifty words something or something like that, that. <laughs> to to just his name. Aladine. <laughs> there's so many great like scenes that comes the in. The words play. positive and negative. Yeah, there's <laughs> when he's. They're talking to the guy who got tested for HIV. Yeah. He's like, I have Aladdin news for you. He's just sitting there saying, he's like, you're HIV Aladdin. Iconic. We might have to put it in. We'll see. Might have to put it in the pod. Um, But yeah, it was, it's just a good movie. What, what would you rate it? We didn't do our rating. It's tough because realistically, it's not as good as the movies we've watched. Yeah. It's definitely on a different rating. I'm going to give it a... 7.5. 7.5. Okay. And I'll call it how I'd see it right yeah. there. <laughs> I don't hate that. I, I'm going to go 8. Okay. I, I think it is really funny. And like you said, the Aladdin thing, like they keep that going throughout the entire Yeah, movie. it comes up a lot. Like he'll just say Aladdin about something and just <laughs> have to use context. You have to assume you know what he's talking about. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. There's just a lot of funny jokes. They hit on a lot of shit and it gets a little weird. Like... When uh, yeah. Anafar is yeah. teaching him how to fondle himself, yeah, but, a little gross. Yeah, but that was even funny in yeah, itself. Okay, so, somebody we didn't talk about that yeah. I think we said earlier was going to be our MVP candidate. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this. Up. So we didn't talk about th- there's a fake Aladdin actually in this movie. Yes, he's this poor farm farm man who yeah. The basically the conspirators against Aladdin. Is number two. Yeah. Aladdin's number two. The conspirators against Aladdin. Yeah. Try to kill him, and just replace him with this stunt double to implement democracy Who's into their country. Yeah. Yeah, and this guy's just dumb. Doesn't know what's going on. Um. So he might be the MVP of this movie. Technically. <laughs> and he might just stumble his way into a MVP of the podcast, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So early on, yeah, I I don't know. He doesn't do much. I guess he really all he does he's just a placeholder, and he looks very similar to Aladdin. So he's like, living the life for sure. He yeah. got, I think, four women came in and just he had to figure out what to do. Yeah, and he messed it up completely. Messed it up bad. Had to be instructed. But um, um so what I was, what I would say is, it so he's our MVP. I, I, hey, I'm not stuck to it, but... I, he needs... Because I do think the regular... Like, I think Aladdin might have a better case for actually having... Being I mean, able he to does have... He's the protagonist. So he... Yeah, he has it's, power. It's, it's tough. Let's make him. 
let's make him the okay. MVP. Okay. Although at the end of the movie, I don't want to give this away, but I feel like it's necessary to understand why the got the placeholder yeah. Aladdin was even in contention. Because at the end, someone tries to shoot regular Aladdin, mm-hmm. and the fill-in character dives in and takes the bullet in his head and lives because it hits his brain and there's yeah. nothing going on. And it was actually great character character development too because yeah. earlier in the movie he said we just need a guy who's going to get shot in the head. Yes. Later nice on little, he gets shot in the head and survives. Yeah, it's foreshadowing. It, it was nice. It was a nice solid It touch. really is a solid movie. Kissed um, by the chef. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say Aladdin, a lot of power. Mm-hmm. lot of resources. It's tough because we keep giving Wesley the home court advantage. Well, he has to. Yeah, he it, has though. to have it, obviously. He has to have it. The Aladdin really isn't good at much. No, but he figures it out. And so does Wesley. Yeah, he has, like, dumb luck on his side. And, like, if we're talking... If this is on Aladdin's turf, he's running up this Oh, court. yeah. Because he controls his turf. Like, yeah. It's, it's his... It's yeah, whole that's country. his biggest thing, is once he wins, it's almost impossible for him to lose. Also, wait, before we say a uh, series total, yeah. let's not forget when Aladdin turned that whole store around in one night. Not on his own turf. It, yeah, that, that was, was on the road, so, so that tells me he can perform. He can command a team. He knows what to do at home and on the road. So it's going seven because Aladdin wins mm-hmm. every home game. I think they both, and then it comes down to game seven, and it's really who performs. Like, it's I, really up to teammates at this point for me. But listen, as much as the Aladdin put it, got a team together and ended up doing the right thing morally. What you're gonna say, and I know you're right, but it's Wesley and Seth. Yeah, I know. But we got closer this week. We got closer, and we're gonna keep gunning for him. That's for sure. We we need to have a tracker on how many straight Wesley has won. Maybe create a little I can go back and try to figure it out. Because I can just go back to the one the last one we when we reviewed Yeah, let me know I might get on a graphic for Okay. (laughs) Wesley (laughs) graphic for how many straight weeks he's defended his title. It is time for Okay, I'm pretty excited about mine this week, to be honest. Mine's okay. Mine's okay. I like mine. I've got a good direction. So you go first, I'll round it out. So I'm going to put on, not not my tinfoil hat, because it's not a conspiracy, <laughs> but my master class is, I've been really into the mob lately. So like the mob pre-1990, I watch uh, Fierce, Fierce City, uh, New York FBI vs. the Mafia on Netflix. It's a little shout out. No free ads, but a little shout out. No, yeah, yeah. Um, the mob pre like 1986 when the Rico Act. You might just get hit with the Rico. <laughs> when that was, it was able to, you were able to present evidence that linked yeah. people higher they up would all get in companies to lower level crimes, and you could arrest as many people as you had evidence of involved. But the amount of shit that they own, the mob pre, mm-hmm. they they have more power than the government. That's Dude, where the, the tinfoil hat. When we were watching the. Uh... 
Maradona doc just now. Oh, yeah. It, I think true. that was that was early 80s, correct? Or was that yeah, 70s? Yeah, right. Either way, um, the first question he got asked when he got brought to Naples yeah. was, you know there's a gang that like basically owns everything and owns <laughs> part of the team. And yeah. the, the owner was just like, that's disrespectful. I will yeah, not have to just go kicks out the uh, reporter. Um, but yeah, the, the power the mob had, and that expressed it well, but I like the Irishman too. They talk about you know owning the unions. The, the mafia owned the construction companies that were putting up skyscrapers in New York. <laughs> Literally the pride of America. They built everything. Dude, the mob built America. The, yes. <laughs> Quite literally, yes. Um, my disaster class. Okay. Is the mob post-1990. <laughs> they kind of go downhill with the advent of technology. Yeah, so once... Wiretaps got pretty advanced. You couldn't just whack someone yeah. <laughs> and it just disappears. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't happen anymore. And you can't just have the police on your payroll anymore. Yeah, I still think it might. But. Like, a little bit. It, I mean, I think really rich people mm-hmm. can. But, like... Yeah, they have a lot of money, yeah. Your average uh, schmuck or uh, wise guy... That was, that's the term I was like. Mm-hmm. Wise guy was like... Kind of code for a mobster. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, post, like, and I listened to an interview of a guy who's on Pat McAfee. I can't remember his name, but he was in all those early mobs yeah. of, like, the 70s and 80s. And he just talks about how, like, the mob still exists, but just doesn't have as much the power. power. It's just, just kind of, you know, it's the mob. Like, I'd imagine they're in, like, sports. Oh, they're, they're in some betting at low-level stuff. Horse racing and maybe... A touch trying to fix a game or two, maybe mm-hmm. not in America. I don't know, but for sure, maybe like some uh, lower some college, maybe some colleges. Yeah, I can see some college. Oh, for sure. I yeah, some semi-pro college. events. Yeah, dude, they get weird on semi-pro events. The mob in twenty twenty. They gotta get creative now, and you might just get hit with the reach. All right, my <laughs> my masterclass disaster class. Yeah, is streaming services. It goes with it. Mm-hmm. So, my master class is the Netflix competition show selection. Competition? Okay. Like, competition game master shows class? type of thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, the three I wrote down are Ink Master, which I've been grinding very heavily lately. Okay. Interesting. They only have two seasons. There's eight out. Actually, there might be 13. Wait, Netflix has two? Netflix put okay. two seasons on. Okay. It's basically 16 professional tattoo artists. Each episode, they do a flash challenge to get to pick... Which tattoo they do, like oh, whoever okay. wins the flash challenge gets to pick what okay. tattoo and Maybe gets to pick easier. what everybody else gets to do oh, as well. Wow. So it's very strategic. Okay, I love this. Already. And then, then they have to do the actual tattoo, which is like a different theme or something like that. And every single like one. On it or yeah, like there's score. three judges. One is David Navarro or maybe Chris Navarro. Okay. Uh, old guitarist. He's super, super dope. Yeah. Um, and then the two others are, like, super famous tattoo artists. Okay. And it's an amazing show. Other one I have written down is Forged in Fire. I haven't really watched it, but I've seen I've it. I've seen one episode. Yeah, so it's basically they make weapons. Not bad. Yeah, yeah it seems pretty show. cool. Not really like realist, as realistic as some stuff. Yeah. Um, last one I have is The Repair Shop. I've only seen two episodes of this. I don't this, know what this is. But it's basically like a bunch of like craftsmen slash artists okay. who find like cool things. I don't know exactly if they... It might have just been like the episode I saw, but they... Got to, like, reclaim old stuff and make it into new cool stuff, basically. Like anything? Like antique stuff, yeah. Oh, okay. 
And they're like artists and shit. Yeah, and it's really and, and so they can like combine a, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and it's like the same type of thing where it's like there's a there's three judges and people move forward, people don't. So let me ask you this about that show: Is that one of those shows where they have a new slate of people every show, or is it like long running season? Um, the two I had had the same people. Okay. But I've only seen two episodes. Right. Yeah. My disaster class, and this is. Really because I thought of the master class and couldn't really think of a disaster class. Okay. But for having a max, HBO, their movie selection isn't great. Yeah, We were going true. through it looking for... Cause, so originally, I'll, I'll spill the tea. Yeah. We were originally planning on doing one of the King Kongs. We weren't really sure, sure. which one, but we didn't want to... You know, our streams were being a little weird on us. to be within... Yeah, we yeah. wanted it to be within streaming services this week. Yeah, and we, Parker almost paid for it, but almost that was that was a big trap game. But I'm paying for, in theory, for this anyway, and on a streaming service. But I, I guess yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. So I just think HBO needs to step it up if they're going to call themselves HBO Max. Well, I know they have some good TV shows. shows. Yeah, they, they have kick a great ass time. on shows and documentaries, mm-hmm. but movies. They've always been a little lax. I know they, they're they kind of doing their superhero thing right now. That's mm-hmm. what they're pushing. Because, I mean, they do have all the DC stuff. That's still, yeah, like, that's even if you don't love recently, they've had some old stuff. That's pretty good. I think they should get back into the stand-up comedy game. Yes. I, I think everybody should. Because I don't think Hulu really, like, fits for stand-up no. comedy. Netflix works really well. And I think HBO could have some, like, big-time people. Because they're know? just, like, when you think of originals, like, who's making an original? Mm-hmm. I don't watch any Hulu originals. Netflix ever. originals, half of them are really good, half of them just absolutely suck. They're more documentary and stand-ups yeah. Yeah. are good, and their shows are very hit or miss. But, like, HBO has some comedy specials on there mm-hmm. that I think they had... They have an Ellen one from a long really? time ago that's kind of funny. Yeah. I know, yeah, I know my first Chappelle one I watched on HBO, but, yeah, that's, that's a good call. Um, wait, real quick, for... We get into our final segment. We have two um, left. Two segments? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Okay. Yeah. Um, Great British Baking Show. See, I have never... Awesome show. I, awesome. I, I was looking at that as like a... Yeah. Like I saw that as I was... I, I looked up a bunch of right. competition shows just to like see some stuff. Yeah. And I saw that and I was like, eh, I don't know about that one. I'm not a big... Ba- I love like cooking show yeah not that that's i chopped. can cook chopped yes show yes there. of course is that on netflix it's on hulu i won't watch. that's where i go for it like my shows that i just like mindless shows that i've seen all of hell's kitchen that's mm-hmm. another hell's kitchen has such a great run master chef is mid hell's kitchen was elite um but like hell's kitchen chopped great british baking show Netflix has a really good... Uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. It's not... Netflix has a really good... Uh, I don't think it's a competition show, but they make edibles, basically. Like, really fancy edibles. Mm. And they go around and... Yeah. Them. I think... Uh, they have a lot of shows be, uh, similar to that. Uh, yeah, they do. weed-based they shows do. on Netflix now. Uh, ready for it? Hit me. Ellis, a steal, going again. 
no regard for human life. Harry Ellis. Of the week. Alright, um, this is slowly turning into my favorite segment. Ah! Whoa, Whoa almost Whoa. a double take. We almost had to have two. <laughs> almost just ran back the music one more time. I mean, it's good enough to, damn near. Alright, uh, I'll go first. Okay. Because I'm, I'm pretty happy with mine. Okay. I, I literally only have a name written down. I didn't do any other research. <laughs> okay. I didn't do anything else. It's Theo John. Okay. Theo yeah. John has been at Marquette for, Marquette for like... For at least four years. He, and he's probably going to play against He might have played with D-Wade. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> he's on those Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder yeah. teams. Yeah. Darius Johnson Odom. <laughs> Jerome McNeil. God, I love those teams. Way cooler than the Badgers. Anyway. Uh, we, don't, we don't even have to talk about that. I agree 100%. <laughs> Our listeners might not, but anyway. It sucks. Um, Theo John just plays athletic basketball, and that's all he does. Yeah. He's not very fin- – he's not doesn't have a ton of finesse. Can't say he's a particularly heady player, but he's big. He, he can, jumps high. He blocks, and he blocks shots. He blocks, he blocks so many shots. Damn large amount of shots. Yeah, I like that one. I, he's got to be a senior, right? I know he's. Yeah, but he's player. gonna have another year. Oh, although yeah, I think yeah. he could be a G League superstar. Yeah. With the occasional call up. He could suit up. Well. No, he couldn't be an NBA. Well. I think he could be. I would have to see how old he. Like as a defensive specialist, maybe I could. Oh, By the time he's twenty-seven, twenty-seven, just beefy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, that's a bit far, but yeah, yeah, I I could see a G League performance. Out okay. There. Who's your Perryellis this week? I I hate my pick <laughs> as a person. It's Philippe by France, former quarterback of the Florida Gators for three seasons. Where's he at now? Started in 2017 at Florida, yeah. mind you, our senior year of high school. Yes. And is now the quarterback of Arkansas. Just Arkansas? Just pissed off to Arkansas. Ar- Dude, that's like same Seventh Woods vibes. He's not having a horrible year, 17 touchdowns, four picks in, nine ga- in eight games. Uh, that's like actually that not a horrible year, but I hate him. He lost me. So back around, it was probably around senior year of high school, I had, I believe... uh, on the line for a parlay. I was going to net $60. And all I needed was Tennessee. Last play of the game. Prevent defense. Don't allow a 60-yard bomb from Felipe Franks. Mm -hmm. Last play of the game. Throws it. Allows it. (laughs) I lose the bet. Most crushing blow of my betting career. So I've hated him since then. But now, this is what pissed me off and why I brought him up. He's creeping up draft board. No, he's not. Yes. Because he's doing well this year. He's 6'6", and I want to say two, yeah, 228. And he's creeping up draft boards. And someone, someone's someone's going to take Felipe Franks within the 10th pick of the second round. Someone's going to take him. Damn. That's earlier than I thought. The Broncos will take him because he's tall. So (laughs) you might do, you can. Rule out all other teams. Broncos will have him on their board, at least. At least on the board. But, uh, yeah, so he gets another year of eligibility, which means Good he would God. be... Huge. Everybody having... Dude, we're going to have unlimited periolysis next year. Yeah, I just feel like you don't have SEC quarterbacks playing all four years, and Felipe has, and that's... And normally they transfer out. Right, transfer out, or, like, they're on the bench for a year. Yeah. 
But it's just because of the tail. But yeah. Yeah. This Saturday slash Sunday, mm -hmm. I'm chilling indoors. Tell them, dude. Not leaving the house. No. I'm gonna sit back. After a long final. Enjoy. Maybe I'll go outside for a little bit, get a little cold, so I can come in and make a hot chocolate. You know what I saw? What'd you see? I saw rain this weekend. It's a great sign for a stay in the weekend. Mm -hmm. order food. I thought it was supposed to snow. I wanted well, some maybe. snow. That's hey. Hey, I'm here for some snow. Chill with it. Yeah. Where, what you doing this Saturday slash Sunday? What am I doing? Yeah, what you doing? Well, there will be some football on, so I'll have some money on the games. I'll crack open every window in my, every window near my living room. Cracked open. A little, little winter air. Winter air is so That fresh. thing is cold over there. Yeah, That's all, I was sitting right in front of it when you opened it. It just yeah. blasted me. Yeah, and you can only open it a little bit. But you get a nice little, yeah, little yeah, breeze, a yeah. little fresh air in the house. Maybe I'll kick my feet up. Take your maybe, shoes off. Maybe I'm wearing a robe. It's <laughs> taking a while before I eventually start drinking. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, what's your trap game? My trap game is associated with my Masterclass Disaster Class of the mob. I've been very into it lately because <laughs> me and my roommate Andy just started The Sopranos. Oh, that's why you're into the mob. Right. Well, I watched the Fear City documentary before this, but we had decided... So we were watching Peaky Blinders, a phenomenal yeah. show, also kind of mob-related. Yeah, a little bit. Actually, very, yeah. very mafia-related. Um, so this is all kind of building up, I guess. And I watched The Wire, which was kind of game-related, so no. no. I haven't watched The Wire Maybe, yet. maybe this has been building up, but um, basically, the, the Sopranos represent that post-1986 Rico bill that, like... Mm -hmm basically crippled the mob. So it's kind of sad, but interesting seeing their like low level stuff that they're doing. How far into it are you? I've finished two episodes. Okay, okay. So you haven't got Great long. episodes. Yeah, yeah. Great episodes. Um, and, and I actually heard it takes a while to get into, but I'm already like locked. Yeah, you're already it's already great. My truck game? If you'd like. My, so I kind of had two. One's, so first one, football on Tuesdays, which I normally love. Okay. But it's getting kind of a lot. It's becoming a lot. Yeah. Two games on so six For games six reasons. yeah exactly six games in the uh, noon window on Sunday. Yeah. I think three during the nine or the three o'clock yes. Sunday night. Yeah. Two on Monday night. Right. And then one on Tuesday, dude. Yeah. I'm fatigued. Yeah. I got a game in two days now. And I got. Shit going on with school right now. Exactly, it's exam to, week. I want my Sunday to be I get all my football watching done, and then I hint on. Yeah, and then you know Monday stuff. night I kind of do some homework while I watch the game. Right. Yeah, and I just like this is distracting having Tuesday football because I have to watch it. Right. It's it, that's and what's I have really to watch sad. Both Monday. I have games. to I have to watch it knowing I don't have any fantasy implications. Yeah. Knowing it's the Cowboys playing. Yeah. Against the Ravens, who are obviously going to beat them up. Right. We and we're going to watch it anyway. Every second of it. Damn you, Roger Goodell. He's good at his job. Not bad. But, you know, I always wondered, why doesn't the NFL play in more days? Yeah. Like, why don't they have games more often? Because it's you know? so physical. Yeah. Honestly. But I'm thinking, 
they also have an idea that after you can't do four straight days of NFL football. Yeah. Like beyond those two, this third one was tough. I mean, even when they added Thursday games, mm-hmm. the players' union was very hesitant yeah. about that because even that was like stressful on their bodies. Yeah, exactly. A quick turnaround. Ah, got another? No, I'm all good. That's it. Oh wait, no, I did have another one. Yeah, I did have another one. It kind of related to one I've already done. Okay. And I'm pretty sure I've already done this one, but I've been snowboarding recently. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. How's that going? Better than expected, but I've been a little cocky sometimes. Like, have you crashed yet? Yeah. Okay. But only because I've been getting cocky and trying to go off jump. Oh, so you went off a couple times. Yeah, and sometimes I land them, but sometimes I don't, and I don't exactly know how to fall. Yeah. So I kind of just get hurt. It's been years. I would be the exact same way. So I'd probably be playing it very safe. Mm -hmm. They also only have... Like three hills open right now, oh, so really? yeah, we're all, we're sitting pretty. I'm learning those three hills right now. Good for you. Then I'll learn the other ones. Yeah. Anything else? That's all I got. All right. Well, uh, thank you everyone for joining us. Weekend shenanigans. We'll see you week fourteen.